Hi, and welcome to my podcast, On The Grow. I'm Grace Lee. This is the sixth episode into the series called Dear Diary Series. If you're new here, I launch my podcast episodes in different seasons that focus on a certain topic. For this season, I was inspired by one of my favorite hobbies, writing. One of my oldest passions that actually kickstarted all of this. Blogging on the internet that overlapped with my love for photography, to content creation, to eventually owning a social media agency and having a podcast. In this episode called Dear Diary, what if I had chosen a completely different career path than the one I'm currently on? I dive deep into a question that I've asked myself numerous times throughout this career in social media. Whether it was through moments of burnout or just out of curiosity, I question the very question of other career options that I had been interested in or would have opted for had I not gone into the social media industry. Before we dive into this episode, here's a little life update. I feel as though I've been on a travel kick as of late. A few weeks ago, my family and I took our big Lee family trip to Hawaii. It was our first time, and man, was it magical. For starters, we've had this trip planned for almost a year now, and it had been a long time coming. It didn't actually hit me that we were heading there until the day before the trip. I also didn't realize it was a 10-hour direct flight from New York City because of all the time zones we were flying through. I don't know why for some reason I thought Hawaii was closer, even though it's literally across the country. But anyway, we had a packed itinerary full of hiking, working out, exploring beaches, and trying delicious food, which I'm starting to realize is so typical of us. A vacation for the Lee family is truly never just a vacation. It's never just a let's relax on the beach kind of trip, and that's how we've always liked it. The jet lag, of course, hit us the first few days we were there, but we quickly adjusted. However, it was the coming back part where I had trouble adjusting at first. Never had I ever been to so many beaches in one trip, and each one was so different. I shared on my TikTok and Reels a roundup of the best Oahu beaches in case you missed it. Something good to say for your next trip to Hawaii. I'm pausing to think here, but I still have about... Two more travel guides for Hawaii left to share and content that'll just probably be sprinkled throughout the next few weeks to a month. So just make sure to follow me on Instagram at bygracely for more. As for other life updates, I'm back from that in-between period of training and racing. I had my first race since the four-mile race around Central Park in April, and made my entrance back to racing on a not-so-great start, let's just say. Last week was the MasterCard Mini 10K Women's Race. And this race is so special every year and something I strive to sign up for because it's a historic one. And this year, 
we celebrated 51 years of running. It was founded in 1972 and named after a symbol of women's liberation. So every year, MasterCard hosts or sponsors this race. And it's a race entirely composed of women. So that's just an empowering moment in general. I had big goals for this race that were on track until the halfway point where I experienced stomach pain and let's just say sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. And I learned not to eat a honey stinger waffle and a gel right before the morning of the race. Never again. In other news, something I've really just been enjoying lately is convincing and encouraging people to run races. Which brings me to this. I just started week one of marathon training for two marathons this fall. I'll be running the Columbus, Ohio Marathon and the New York City Marathon. I just got chills saying that. I haven't even thought about New York City yet because, truthfully, my mind is so focused on Columbus right now and the scary goals I have for that race. I think ever since I made my sister her first marathon training plan, I've been in this mode of getting everyone to sign up for races. I'm realizing just how much I love coaching others with running, and I'm even planning to make a half marathon training plan for someone I was just on a podcast with, Jen. We got her to agree on signing up for a half this fall on the actual podcast. It was great. So yes, starting off easy and slow and building up to it week by week. That's the mentality I'm at for right now. I went for a run this morning at a later time than I'm used to, and it started to get hot. I don't love the weather during summer training, but it's something I'll also have to train to get accustomed to these next few months. Did I miss anything else? Bobby got a whole new wardrobe update last week, by the way. It was actually a lot of fun styling him and having a stylist help fit him in the new clothes. He jokes saying he's only a suit supply guy now, but I know that he actually means that, so we'll probably be back at suit supply the next season. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into the episode. This topic of discussion is the final episode in this podcast season. I've really enjoyed sharing journal entries because most of the times, these are questions I'm actually asking myself in my downtime. For this particular one, it kind of aligned with my travel to Hawaii. So here's today's journal entry. Dear Diary, what if I had chosen a completely different career path than the one I'm currently on? Having to pick favorites on what I love to do was always hard growing up. I loved it all. I wanted to do it all. My strategic mind led me to believe that I needed a career that was constantly evolving, changing. And alas, I fully immersed myself into the world of social media and digital storytelling. But what if I hadn't? What if I pursued the author side of me who just loved to write? Or what if I worked in the travel industry because I believed it was better to catch flights than feelings? 
What if we chose a different path than the one we're currently on? Sometimes I'll have these thoughts through moments of burnout and also just out of curiosity. When I used to feel burnout, and man, were they bad back then when I was getting started with my agency. I used to question why I didn't choose the other career options I had shown interest in at different points in my life. When the questions arose from burnout, it made me realize that most of the choices I had shown interest in were actually checklists that I found convenient in that season of life. It was either because I had seen the easy sides of that career option and considered I could just get by. But now that I think about it, I don't know who I was trying to convince because when I sign up for something, I do not just get by. So there went that thinking. I contemplated going into the PR world as a senior undergraduate at UNC Chapel Hill, studying PR and journalism. It's what all the other girls were doing in the Mijo school, which was the UNC journalism school name back then. I'd learned to love it. I had myself convinced until I interned at Rebecca Minkoff in New York City one summer in college. And that's when that career option was crossed off. Nope, that was not for me either. There was one moment during college when I considered becoming an author. And not just any author, but a New York Times best-selling author. Yeah, I had big goals for myself back then already. But just writing books all day, every day. What a dream, I thought. Growing up, it was even a dream of mine to create a series like Harry Potter, Hunger Games, or Divergent, where there's a new world of characters and plot twists and magical creatures. But then I realized I just wanted extensions of my favorite book series. It wasn't original to be copying these ideas. I even started writing fictional books in my notebooks and eventually on Microsoft Word when I got my first computer. Most of what I would write were actually dreams of how I wished my life was. Maybe it was inspired by Gossip Girl, 90210, or Vampire Diaries, because at one point, I think I even started to include vampires in there. Not even kidding. So that story quickly ended. And that option was out too. Before I wanted to be an author, I told my entire family I wanted to be an archaeologist. I believe this was the first or second grade. I was so proud to tell people I wanted to be an archaeologist and secretly was more excited because I knew how to spell it at that age. Mm-hmm. A before E. That was the start of my spelling bee days. I think my excitement for spelling the word got the best of me because it was only after a few years when I realized that archaeologists did not, in fact, dig up dinosaurs or fossils. 
but studied human history. I learned that the career I had been seeking all this time was called paleontology. And honestly, by that time, I didn't even want to bother with learning how to spell paleontologist. So that option was out. When I was in Hawaii, stepping away from the social media agency work, the thought quickly crept back into my head. What career would I have chosen if I hadn't gone into social media? I was sitting on the sand, enjoying the sun, staring out at the blue ocean, and questioning my career out of curiosity. On vacation. The past checklists came into mind. Great timing, I'm pretty sure I sarcastically told myself. I think when I'm in these new locations, I start to wonder what it's like to live in these spots. I find sea creatures and marine life fascinating. What if I was a marine biologist? I could live here and study the diverse marine life. Who knows? Then my mind does this thing where I'll even visualize myself or visualize that lifestyle of a marine biologist. There was another time when I was in Monterey, California, where I was questioning what people around here did for work. And maybe it's just the curiosity factor in me that wants to immerse myself in this type of lifestyle, not just for vacationing. Maybe because I'm constantly seeking where I could see myself residing in the future? Perhaps. I realized that my curiosity stems from the thought that I've wrestled with before. What else is there? I've always wanted to see all my options on the table, with anything and everything. If someone gave me two options of pink or blue, I'd be that person who would go, do you have any other colors by chance? That's why dating apps were so hard for me initially. I was constantly asking myself, what else is out there for me? What if there's another guy who I like more and has a better personality? And in your mind, you start to think, there's more options. Why settle? I think I'm going into therapy mode again, something I have a tendency to do on these podcasts, because now I've discovered those two words that just rang a bell for me. Why settle? The word settle gave me the ick, because I always saw it as a bad thing. When you settle, you're staying put, you're comfortable where you are. And for some reason, that's always had a negative connotation to it. I grew up in a small town called Fayetteville, North Carolina, where the people I knew just lived in a bubble. And the idea of settling back into my old hometown always terrified me. Because I didn't want to get comfortable in a place that didn't feel like home. That's how I used to feel back in my single days. Settling was for people who just wanted to give up, not try, 
and stay where they were comfortable because they didn't want to push themselves to grow. But as I've gotten older, I realize settling now isn't so much getting comfortable because you don't want to grow. It's getting comfortable because you found that you can grow, even when you're comfortable. You're settling for someone who will keep you in check to never stop learning, never stop growing. The space you've settled into is your comfort space. Yes, you feel comfortable, but that's what will inspire you to keep moving forward. I guess to sum it up, I started to see settling as staying put, physically, mentally, and emotionally. But it depends on the person you're with or your environment. Which all leads me back to that beach setting. There could have been a better option for me out there, probably more suited for my mental health and less screen time. I'm sure I could have spent the whole day out there playing the what-if game with myself, career edition. I don't know how those other careers could have gone. Maybe I would have excelled at all of them. Or maybe not. Maybe I would have learned quickly that it wasn't for me. Just like my past checklists. And I could keep crossing off the checklist one after another, only to realize that I spent all of my time trying to seek out the options instead of finding an option and really pushing myself to grow as a person within that career. Which leads me to this. I am fully invested into the social media industry. The future is always unknown when it comes to social media. TikTok, Instagram, Meta, all of it can disappear tomorrow. We've had those blackout scares. But what working in an unknown future career path has taught me is that you can't get comfortable. Evolving is inevitable. Staying the same or staying put where you are with your content strategy and thinking will only limit you. And that's when I realized, that's why I love this space. Well, it's a love-hate, but as for the love, it challenges me. It pushes me. And when I look back at my checklist, I remember picking certain careers for myself because I felt safe and comfortable. I mean, don't we all do that? We'd rather go for the option where we're comfortable and there's stability and we're just safe knowing the choice that we have made. I mean, there was stability for me there. Social media? Business owner? You get out what you put in. And maybe that's why I found the most growth in a space that isn't comfortable. But what happens when you start to find comfort in the discomfort? When I start to stay put where I am, I'm also on my toes for the next storm that's coming. My mom always likes to tell me that when something good happens, be alert, always, because that means there will be another storm coming. Stay ready. My question for you is this. 
Are you comfortable where you are right now? Is that comfort good or bad? And lastly, have you ever questioned your current career path? What sparked the initial thought? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode and your answer to my questions. So please send me an email at grace at gracefullymade.com or shoot me a DM on Instagram at bygracely. I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. That is a wrap on the Dear Diary series. I hope you enjoyed this season. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next season where I cover another topic of discussion, a walk and talk series where I'll let you, as the listeners, choose the topics every episode. Head over to my Instagram stories for more details and how you can submit your own topic. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in.